If it matters to you, it matters to us. Interact with us on WhatsApp. Send us a voice note on 084-078-4912. And we'll keep breaking ground. 15 minutes to 8 o'clock and we are just going to make use of these 15 minutes left for us to make sure that we give you all the information you need to know. We are discussing police brutality right here on hashtag Breaking Ground. Please be part of the conversation on Twitter. It is at Varfim or at Varfim News underscore. Use hashtag Breaking Ground and would love to hear what you have to say. Just before the break we spoke to Human Rights uh, uh, Head of the Provincial uh, Commission that is Buang Jones and now we are going to be speaking to uh, Independent uh, Police Investigative Directorate IPED spokesperson Ndilega Kolas, uh, who's well informed when it comes to the importance of holding police accountable, as well as uh, talking about keeping the powers of the police limited uh, so as to avoid an abuse of uh, power. Ndilega is on the line and we are now going to be speaking to her. Good evening, Ndilega, and thank you very much for your time. Good evening, Busha, and good evening to your listeners. Thank you for having us. All right, let's get into this discussion. Uh, it is a very sad time in the country, as uh, especially if also uh, what a busy uh, time for your uh, department as well as your office because you are dealing with uh, uh, big issues at the moment. Not that you don't all the time, but now it's more deeper because the public is very much involved. Uh, the media is involved. We're seeing uh, a lot of people just coming out and saying police brutality, police must be held accountable. You are also being dragged into this because you are the police watchdog. But I just want to know before we get deeper into the conversation what does IPID do and why is it important as an institution thank you so much Bukhe. indeed we are living in very challenging times it's quite challenging for us and for me mm. you know as there's somebody who's entrusted with the responsibility of speaking for IPID because at a human level, sometimes you get to feel these things. But having said that, what is important for me to say to you this evening is that IPID is an oversight body. We have been granted this responsibility by the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa that we ensure that we, 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 we independently and we are impartially investigating any sort of alleged police misconduct and criminality that is that is allegedly committed by police officers because you we understand that you understand that the police are not a law unto themselves they cannot um hold themselves accountable and as such as an independent body at the point when there's alleged criminality by police officers then IP comes in and we don't investigate i must indicate that we don't indicate investigate everything that is a transgression of the law by police officers or that's a misconduct or anything that's service delivery related but specifically we deal with any death that is as a result of police action we deal with any matter that you know if somebody who is in police custody even if they were not uh, they were not murdered by the police officer so we investigate such cases if there's a discharge of an official firearm be it it's a live ammunition be it it's a rubber bullet we investigate such matters if somebody has been raped by a police officer if somebody has been raped while they are in police custody meaning that it could be that they are raped but maybe inmates you, you understand you know necessarily by the police officer so, so it's a rape 
in police custody. And any torture and assault, I must indicate that torture and assault rank high in terms of the cases that we receive as IPs. And any corruption matters, especially systematic corruption within the police service. This also includes the municipal police services, by the way, that we investigate in as IPs. So ours as IPs as IPs is to ensure justice. We are here to ensure justice for the victims of um, alleged police misconduct and to ensure that police are not a law unto themselves and they conduct themselves within the ambit of the law and they discharge their constitutional duties. Mm. I like that you explained briefly as to what exactly you do because uh, people may confuse it with uh, that uh, you just, whatever it has to do with the police, IPED is involved. But I like that you just briefly explained that, no, you deal with uh, when a police uh, officer murders, uh, for example, a civilian or um, they rape someone uh, who was in police custody, etc. And that also mm-hmm. links to uh, the Mtogoza Sindumba um, uh, incident where we saw uh, uh, last week Wednesday, uh, 835 five-year-old man who was just a passerby who just stepped out of a clinic uh, got shot allegedly by the police. I will use allegedly because uh, the case is currently in court if I'm correct. Definitely. Yes, so um, we saw that incident uh, happening and today the four uh, um, suspects that were arrested just this week uh, appeared at the Johannesburg Magistrate Court. As the IPID, um, how are you currently dealing with this case? What's the state? What is the update? Well, the update today, as, as of today, Mushe, is that these four police officers, they appeared before the Dorbeck Magistrate Court. And, of course, IP, because you are responsible for this investigation, we were in court today. They are facing charges of murder. First of all, I must indicate that this matter was successfully placed in, on the court road, which is, which is a trick for us. But they are facing charges of murder. They are facing three counts of attempted murder and they are also facing four counts of defeating the ends of justice so when they appeared today in court basically it was their it was their first appearance and they've been remanded in custody and they are yet to appear again on the 24th of march for uh, in the very same court regional court uh, to for, for formal um bail application Mm. And also, uh, we understand that uh, many people may say uh, next week it actually starts, the case starts for uh, the thing. Do you, uh, I just want to also understand, do you, are you informed or um, have any idea of how the process in terms of investigations around um, such incidents where uh, police are alleged to, to have shot a civilian and when um, they, uh, we hear that there will be an investigation into the matter, that how did that unfold? Is, re- is it really a, a police officer that shot the firearm? Well, Michelle, let me first indicate to you that immediately, in terms of the IPID Act, when the police officer or when the police commander learned that there's an allegation, there's some sort of involvement of police officer when somebody has died, for example, in this case of Mtokozisi, they have an obligation to ensure that they immediately immediately report that to IPID so that IPID can come in and report this matter. And within a period within a period of two hours, this matter was reported to IPID when it occurred on Wednesday, the 10 March. And IPID sent um, a team of investigators. And this team of investigators was able to go into the scene and were able to coordinate off the scene, were able to acquire valuable information, were able to col- collect evidence, were able to identify numerous 
eyewitnesses. We're also getting some other eyewitnesses who managed to further have some sort of um, information that corroborating the witness statements that they're giving us in terms of uh, CCTV full change. <laughs> Over and above that, we're also relying on forensic investigation. We have got the firearm taken in for ballistic um, analysis. We also have got personal time, which is also going to assist us to determine the actual cause of death. As you know, that when someone has died uh, and it's, it's unnatural death, then um, personal time would then, would then be conducted to ascertain the real reason for, for death. So all those are taken into consideration. And of course, our investigators then as they are experienced in the field, they understand their job of, of digging deep, of ensuring that there is no stone that is untanned, of ensuring that any unverified information is verified. So they've looked into the whole picture in totality. And after that, they, they then presented the same to the, to the prosecutor, and then the prosecutor granted us permission to go ahead and arrest the police officers. That is why on Monday we've had these police officers arrested by IPs, and today they appeared before, before the court. So basically that's the process that IPs has followed thus far. Mm, all right. Now, are you able to provide us with the latest stats um, of cases that have been opened against the police since uh, the student protesting uh, protests started across the country? Well, mainly the cases that have been brought forward to IP, um, it's, it's, it's the one that we're talking about of Mutokozizi, and these four police officers, they are, as I've indicated, they're not just facing the murder uh, charge, but they are also facing um, attempted murder, meaning that there's, um, in, 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 according to the, to the IPID Act and according to the terms that we use at IPID, we face the discharge of firearm, meaning that an official firearm was discharged in one of these you understand so there's three of those so that makes it four cases including the one of death of Mitokozusi and then there's another case of a student and there's another case of a student in, in from the University of Johannesburg it's a female that was uh, recently only yesterday um, received by IPs and IPs is still in its very infant stages in terms of this investigation but we are, investiga- we are investigating them the facts around what happened to this young lady who's finding herself in hospital as we are speaking and has got uh, has sustained some wounds so that is that makes it the 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 fifth case and so far those are the only cases that have been officially reported to IPID that IPID is investigating. I, I am not by no means saying that there's no other cases, but just safely to indicate that at this point in time, those are the only cases that have been at least brought to the attention of my office. All right. Yes. Okay. All right, before we had a chat with you, uh, just before you joined us on the show, we were speaking to Buang Jones, who's the provincial head of the Human Rights Commission. And uh, he urged that uh, IPID starts looks into the conduct of uh, public order policing because uh, furious, uh, constitutional br- there's a furious constitutional bridge and uh, he believes that uh, your police officers are not well equipped when it comes to handling, uh, you know, uh, protest as well as uh, the public when it comes to such incidents incidents such as a protest. What's your response to that? What's your reaction? Well, 
I would like to indicate that police officers have got an obligation that whenever they discharge their official duties, they have to conduct themselves within the principles of the Constitution. They have to uphold the law. They have to respect the rights of civilians. They don't have the right to infringe on, on, on the rights of civilians and going as far as taking the life of a civilian. So they have a responsibility to really preserve the life of a civilian. Having said that, um, it is permissible but as much as it is permissible, I want to really make this point very clear that police do not have the, the right to take the life. Not even the government of, of this country has the right to take life. But it's permissible for them to, according to the SAPS um, standing order, as, the, as we are speaking now, when they are dispersing the crowd, the crowd that is destroying the property, the crowd that is burning streets, the crowd that is throwing stones at people, at other civilians who also have got their own rights, that are throwing stones at cars that are just um, people that are driving home and that are just doing their day-to-day duties. Having said that, these are, they, they have to do, they, they, they are permissible to use um, rubber bullets, but as they con- as part of their crowd control measures, but they have a responsibility. This right goes with the responsibility of ensuring that they use a proportional force to the threat at hand that they are dealing with as police officers. For example, when there is an eminent, when there's an eminent risk or when there's an eminent threat to the life of the police officer, they do have the right to use excessive force when they're dealing with heavily armed um uh, not, 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 um, I, want, I want the right word when I'm sure. when they're dealing with heavily armed robbers, for example, when they're dealing with robberies and all those sort of heavy cases. But when they're dealing with students, it's mm. permissible for them to use um, rubber bullets, but it is not permissible for them to, to, uh, to, make, to use it to such an extent mm. that somebody loses their life. It, it's, really, um, it's really unacceptable. All right. Delega, we've come to the end of this conversation, but I just want to confirm with you right now. Uh, did you say you have five cases uh, record on your records that uh, that have been opened against your police? It would not necessarily be five, because it is one case, but it has got four people. Oh, so it's one case with four people. With four people, yes. And then we've got another separate case of a UG student. Okay, so we can say yes. there's... Okay, so it's a, it's one case so far, and you have a separate case, and the four people are the four police officers that are on on on, on the case right now that appeared I earlier today. Yes, oh, Okay, okay. So is it safe to say two cases maybe because of the uh, yes. UJ student? Yes, two cases. Yes. All right. Dileka, thank you very much for your time. Uh, what a conversation. And also just briefly explaining to us what I- IPID does and also unpacking this discussion. Also touching on uh, the Mtokoza Sindumba um, uh, topic. Thank you very much for your time and have a good night. Absolute pleasure. Good evening to you too.